You fool me, we can't get fooled again. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. You don't know what you're talking about, do you, sir? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Alright, kids. Listen. Podcast, don't listen to this. If you're not of age. What's of age? Of age is like you can make your own decisions in life without parental guidance. Eighteen. So 16? Uh, Eighteen. We're not in Atlanta. Georgia is we're 16. not in Atlanta. I, that's what I said. We're not in Atlanta. This is eighteen and up. Look, Atlanta. We're a bunch of we're a bunch of dudes, and we're, we're going to say some really bad words, and probably some things that might offend you. But don't listen to this. Can't wait till you listen. Yeah, don't. If do you're it. eighteen and up, don't do it. If you're eighteen, and yeah. Up. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Conspiracy Podcast. We're back again. Let's go. Episode 28 or something like that. Holy shit. That's right. It's starting to lose track, huh? It's weird. <laughs> That's right. I spend more time with you guys than I do my own family. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool because we have, I think, 28 hours now of content. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, you know I mean? pretty cool. I know. I think it's pretty cool. Thanks for listening. We appreciate yeah. you guys uh, sticking with us. That's right. Absolutely. Through and through. Uh, okay. So we are doing something <laughs> we we're doing this is OJ Simpson. Yeah, that, well, okay. Let's just welcome, put it out there. Welcome to the episode on OJ Simpson. Orenthal uh, James Simpson. That's right. Look at you already. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so the reason why we're doing OJ because somebody asked me, they're like, "Why are you doing OJ? It's not really like a conspiracy." I mean, really. And I was like, okay, well, the reason why I wanted to do OJ is because at one point I was on Instagram and somebody sent me a video. And it's fucking OJ sipping like a like a, a beer. Like a cognac. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this was like a month ago. It wasn't, this isn't like it in the 90s. Like, yeah. this, he's, he's literally like having a BLT <laughs> and a beer <laughs> living his best life. And he's, ha- I've seen the video. He's like happy. Yeah. He's happy as fuck. And so I was just kind of like, like oh, what the fuck? A little bit enraged yeah. because... I don't know. We need to shed the light on it. Like it cuz it is Exactly. It is a conspiracy cuz the motherfucker is free. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. And make us what, us free. Yeah. <laughs> what what defines a conspiracy? A, a it conspiracy is, it is, is one is like one or more Yeah, two two or more two, people. Two or more people conspiring to to do, to commit a crime and That's it. Yeah, or to do something illegal or nefarious. Yeah, that's it. Or to hide something yes. or whatever, right? Yeah. And so, you know, this person was acquitted for the murder of two people. Yes. So here we are, and what we know today is that if he didn't do it, who did? We still don't know if that, if he if, did not if do he didn't, it. It is still a mystery. Yeah. Big if. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's no other suspects. I mean, 
Yeah, he just looks for him. I know. I feel like he like that happens. The cops are like, well, uh, I'm gonna put this one in the cold case files. <laughs> <laughs> so here you go. So we're gonna go through this. This happened in the early '90s. Yep. So I'm hoping that some people actually don't know the thorough story. Yeah, I don't think a lot There's of people lot do, of people. especially yeah. most of the, the younger crowd probably. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they know, you know, the cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my sister was born in 90, and so she was four years old when this happened. So yeah. does she know and about it? No. I don't know. Is she an avid you football know? follower? Probably yeah, not. Exactly. <laughs> but now she's over 30, and you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's like you were saying, a lot of people – Hear the cliff notes, or you know the gist of it, or whatever. Or they like they yeah. watch like the show on FX, and they're like, "Oh, this, yeah. is, this is yeah, everything yeah, you yeah. need to know." John Travolta, <laughs> and then like uh, what's his name? Fucking um, Cuba? No, um, from Friends. From Friends. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought it was a good show. It was, was good. It was. It was wasn't bad. Yeah, it was good. Bad. I thought uh, Cuba did good. I thought he did great. I, I thought, thought he did good. really very believable. Yeah, it's good. Okay, here we go. We're going to dive in. Here we go. So, and just so you know where a lot of this research came from, I did read a couple of the books. I, I even read OJ's book. Uh, I was telling Sean about it before the show. <laughs> Riveting. Uh, disaster of a book. Anyways, and, you know, a lot of the documentaries that are out and, and you know, the ESPN did a great one, 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. I have uh, seen that, too. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, so, anyways, here we go. Uh OJ, the juice, was the, born. The juice. What was his name? Orenthal James. Orenthal James Simpson on July 9th, 1947. And he was born in Potrero Hill, which is uh, a neighborhood in San Francisco. Okay. His father left him when he was like two or three, and his mom worked at a hospital to support the four children. Damn. Yeah. But so when he was a toddler, he developed something called rickets. You ever I, heard of rickets? I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I heard I of it. I, I don't know what the fuck I haven't even heard of that. In short, rickets is like a soft bone problem. Oh, like where your bones are just soft, like mm. like unbreakable, like Samuel Jackson's. Yeah, like, like yeah, Mr. Glass. And, yeah, and and not quite the same as Forrest Gump, but uh, similar. Where yeah. the bones are this, and they're crooked, and they're, they mm. they usually develop something called like a like if you got on a horse. The bow for, Yeah, like a bow oh, okay. kind of walking yeah. scenario. Yeah, so... Um, like, like, a, like a penguin. Yeah, so he <laughs> actually... It left him pigeon-toed and bow-legged. Yeah, and he was not able to afford the surgery to get it done, so he kind of got bullied as a kid called, like, pencil pins because of his legs. Like, and, and until he was this five... Like kids had lame-ass jokes back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like <a> pencil pins. <laughs> until he was five, he actually wore braces oh, on, yeah? on the legs. Yeah, oh, wow. To try to fix it. Try to, like, like force straight, straighten it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. a little similar, you know. Not I really was similar. Running. <laughs> Just run, OJ. Run, running. run, OJ. Run. Sights taken. <laughs> Can't see the ear, pencil pins. <laughs> <laughs> so, his early interest in sports was encouraged by his mom. His dad was named Jimmy Lee Simpson. He, you know, his is a weird story because. They couldn't really tell where he, what he did, really. There's not a lot of info of what he did. He worked at a bank. Oh, really? Yeah. Robbing it? Or? <laughs> I don't know, you know. And later, this came out later, but it turned out that he was gay and that he was a well-known drag queen in downtown San Francisco. Oh, so that's why he dipped? He was like, I'm going to live my best life. Yeah, I don't know. It, there's not a lot of info, basically, but he you know, wasn't really a big part of his life. And then in 1986, he died of AIDS. 
Mm. So okay, there you go. Yeah. CIA's he, episode. They did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did reconcile later, like when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. But for the most part, he wasn't wasn't there. You know. Anyways. All right. Wait. When when did he get uh, inducted to the Hall of Fame? Like eighty five, eighty four, really yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, he's really good at football. So yeah, but I, thought it was, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was in the nineties for some reason. But anyways. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead. No, that was that was when he. Ran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. In the Bronco? So, many, so uh, Simpson's maternal grandparents were from Louisiana. They named him Orenthal, which she said it was based on a French actor, but he was called OJ from birth. Like, Orenthal? Like, yeah. I didn't make it French. <laughs> yeah. So we got uh, something in common. My mom ma- named me after a novella. Character. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, the heartthrob of the novel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a brain surgeon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, he grew up in San Francisco, and he grew up in the projects. So in his teenage years, he joined a gang called the Persian Warriors. <laughs> the fuck? He, for, <laughs> for robbery or theft, I guess, like, as a minor, it's not really called robbery. It's you called, know. like... It's like stealing candy or stealing whatever, bikes oh, and like, stealing... Uh, it's, Theft. Petty theft? Petty, petty theft. theft. Petty yeah. theft, like yeah, yeah. larceny? I don't know. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. But he was incarcerated at the San Francisco Youth Guidance Center. So he did do some shit, and he did go he did, to... He did some hard time. He yeah, did, he did. Well, it was like a juvie. Yeah, he went to juvie. Yeah. So then at in high school, it was a place called Galileo High School. That's when he first started playing football. Uh, he graduated that high school in 1965. I was like, damn, I'm good as fuck at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, you're going to hear about a guy named AC. AC was the guy who was driving the Bronco. Oh, mm. I, I, what? Yeah. I thought OJ was driving no, the Bronco. No, he was in the back seat. Oh, just chilling? Yeah. That's what I thought. He's like looking at yeah. fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a guy named AC, and AC was in high school with OJ, and they were in the gang together. Oh, they were like, and they were caught he was like stealing. Part of his posse. And, yeah. And yeah. That, so that's just to give you an idea of how long he's known AC. Oh, they're yeah. like, Blood Brothers. So then something happened where he was in juvie and Willie Mays came to visit him. Mm. And Willie, apparently, Willie Mays gave him an inspiring speech of, get your shit together, you can accomplish your goals. And apparently, that's what got him out of it. I see. Willie Mays showed up at the prison, gave some sort of inspirational speech, <laughs> said, you can do it. Don't. Do drugs. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so apparently, per you know, reports and OJ, that it was a, a moment of time where he changed in front of like from being in a gang to going, okay, let's focus on sports. I think it's pretty yeah. cool though, to think like yeah. those those things like work. You know, like Willie Mays wasn't thinking he was gonna make a difference. Okay, this is like part of my PR campaign. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna do it, whatever. Yeah. But like he changed, you know, yeah. a portion of a kid's life. Yeah, a portion. Yeah. I heard Willie Mays is cool for 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 a little bit. I mean, I bet for, he is for a few cool. years. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple years on straight and narrow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine asking Willie Mays what he thinks about OJ now? Know, he's like, no comment. Yeah, he's like, who's yeah. that? I don't know who that Did is. Did he pass? <laughs> Willie? I'm pretty sure. Pretty dude. sure, dude. He's if he didn't, he's like ancient. Yeah, he's. I think he's hundred old. Right? <laughs> I know, like my God. Well, he was also Barry Bonds' godfather. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
He's uh, 92. He's still, still alive. He's going. Go, <laughs> Willie. still killing the game. Go, Willie. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Right on. All right. So Simpson and AC, they were named all-city team in high school. So they were the star players of the high school football team. Nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, Simpson didn't have good grades. And <laughs> Fancy so, that. So he didn't, he didn't go immediately to like a, a college. College. Yeah. He went to a city college in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. In City College, he was doing 9.3 yards a carry. Dude, that's he, fucking crazy. Yeah, he scored like, 54 touchdowns in high school. Wow. How many years, though, did he start? Four. I mean, okay. high school. You know what I mean? I know, it's high school. I'm yeah, saying like, like 12 a year, 13 a year. It's not bad. You know what I mean? It's, it's like one a game. It's decent. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Seem better. Uh, <laughs> uh, from Ohio, <laughs> just like anywhere uh, yeah. from any state. <laughs> Fifty colleges tried to recruit him after his sophomore year in high school because he was killing. Maybe stuff. it was like maybe like that was like the shit back in the day. Yeah, because like now yeah. it's yeah. you know you get kids of you know quarterbacks with like seven thousand fucking passing yards and like you know, eighty nine touchdowns true. in one year. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> so he chose the University of South California. So USC. It's, yep. it's yeah. actually University of Southern California, Eric. It's not South California. In high school, he met somebody named Marguerite. And Marguerite ended up being his first wife. So they met in high school. And as he became a star, she, she was with she him. Was latched yeah, out. She was with him. Yeah. He's not okay. going nowhere. Okay, so then he goes to USC. Bitches, right? bitches are plenty. <laughs> uh, at USC... He was a two-time All-American. In 1968, he won the Heisman. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep. Crazy. Yeah. But I see you're saying he won the Scratch Heisman. That. He won the most prestigious award yeah. in college football. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're like, you're the best. You're the chosen. So, <laughs> so he was selected number one in the 1969 draft. By the Bills? By the Bills. Mm-hmm. By the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Okay, so his career in Buffalo, right? He played for 11 years in Buffalo. 1978 and 1979, which is his last two years, he played for the Niners. Okay. Mm. Total, he rushed for 11,000 yards. He had an average kickoff return of 30 yards. That's amazing. Incredible. That's so, so good. So that, good. That's crazy. 76 touchdowns. That's great. You know, the first two years, he actually wasn't a big success. Like, he wasn't in the rookie of the year running or anything. This is a D. Um, he was like average. Yeah. And then his a coach took over, Lou Saban, for you. Bills fans, you probably know him. He became the coach in 72, and he was like a run-first guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they drafted linemen. They hand, got it. Hand yes. the fucking ball off. Yes. Like, so yeah. they were like, Beat give him. him the rock, right? So immediately when Lou Saban took over, he became the shit. a superstar, right? Doing commercials. Um, 1973. <laughs> yeah. So 1973, he became <clears throat> the first running back to rush over 2,000 yards. In a season? In a season. It's, it's so hard. First ever? Do. First ever. Oh, wow. Okay. It's so Not hard to, to mention, it was the 14-game season then. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Guys so, can't even do it in a 17-game yes. season now. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's why it was such a big 14-game season. season. three games in yeah. 2000 yards. Like, yeah. the they didn't think he was going to make it. His 14th game, he rushed 200 yards, and he got 2,003 th- yards. Yeah, back in the day, they're probably um, like paying off the defense, like <laughs> give me ten grams. So just trip. Two, just two trip years later, I two get years that guy later, out of my fantasy league, oh, no, and seriously. it wasn't like he didn't keep going. Like he just kept being the best for years. And so two years later, he did eighteen hundred yards, which is it means 
Yeah, I want them. That's like yeah. fantasy. Yes. That's like Derrick Henry's best year. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that'd be your number one. Yeah. Then that year, he yeah. broke the record for number of touchdowns in a year. Jesus. Wow. So 14 games, he scored 23 touchdowns. Just slang. So he scored, he scored fucking yeah. 1.75 1. Yeah. touchdowns a game. So he was the league rusher in 72, 73, 75, and 76. Wow. So he had four years of, of dominating. Of number one. Yeah. Yeah. He was selected NFL Player of the Year, 72, 73, and 75. Jesus. <laughs> he played in six Pro Bowls. You know, he was the fastest player to gain 1,000 yards in a season. So he got 1,000 yards in the first seven games. Mm. Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. crazy. Dude. Like, I'm Where's averaging, the defense I'm back aver- then? I know, it's like <laughs> I'm averaging 150 <laughs> yards a game. Yeah. There's no defense. Yeah. In 1973, his average game was 143. 143 yards per game for the whole season. Yeah, I'd be winning all my fantasy wow. leagues yeah. if he was on like guaranteed. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that's his uh, in a nutshell. I, 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 I mean, knew he know? was good, but I didn't know like yeah. the stats. I didn't yeah. actually know like some the of stats. his highlights are really good, especially even in college. He has got some fucking great highlights. Uh, I think it's the Rose Bowl or one of the bowls. Mm. They were down and they were like, "Oh, we need 80 yards," and it's like a minute or not even a minute, and he just ran it the whole way. So like, give him the ball. Yeah, it was one of the <laughs> greatest. Trust I think me. it was the game. It was called the big game. It was USC against UCLA. Mm, you know, like the, the rivalry. The yeah. battle, yeah. the battle yeah, of exactly. California. Okay, so during this time, he also became a celebrity. Um, yeah, of course. Was he in movies? Yeah, yeah so he started doing movies. He was in Dragnet. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dragnet. It's like a cop show. Yeah. Perfect yeah. cop show. No, yeah. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder we got all those inside, yeah. inside <laughs> intel. <laughs> so he also, what he's actually, one of his biggest roles is a spokesperson for Hertz. Yeah. And so Hertz, his commercial was, OJ's got to run. And it was this commercial of, what are you going to do? And OJ's jumping over a bag, and he's like, I got to go to Hertz and get my car real fast. And he's running through the airport because <laughs> he's running. The person who scripted yeah. this. What are you going to do? I need a <laughs> yeah. rental car because yeah. I'm, I'm super rich yeah. and famous. I need to go to Hertz. And so everybody <laughs> knew him as the Hertz guy. So he did some movies. He did something called Back to the Beach. And then he did... Three Naked Gun movies. Yeah. Remember Naked Gun? That's what I've seen those. Yeah. They're so good. Hilarious. I don't want to say he's good in it, but because he's a bad... But it's perfect. But it's it's actually a funny... It's the perfect movie for him to be in. I think it's pretty funny. Because the whole point is you're not acting. Yeah. Nordberg. (laughs) His name is Nordberg. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Really, Leslie Nielsen's the... Obviously. The king. Yeah. Have you ever seen the interview? He goes on Letterman, and he's talking. He's very serious, and he had a fart machine, and he just starts... It's so funny. It like, so, like, seems like he's that. actually ripping ass. Yeah, and he's just deadpan. <laughs> 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 and that's like back when like, comedy was so I know. slapstick. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, like airplane time period. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. literally. It's so yeah. good. Um, he also was slated to play Terminator. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, at the time, James Cameron was going to have Schwarzenegger play Kyle Reese, which was the other guy. You remember Terminator 1? No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. and So so Kyle Reese is the guy who comes back from... Yeah, and he's, and he's human. Yeah. But, but he, he comes but back. Kyle Reese is actually John Connor's father. That's right. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, But that just didn't work out. And I know. He I mean, casted Schwarzenegger <laughs> as the Terminator. It'd be so funny. Then, to see, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if he actually does it in Terminator 3, it's just... Like, Really kind of sloppy looking like black <laughs> dude, you know? They're like, really? <laughs> no, that's not going to work. So so then he retired 
He got inducted into the Hall of Fame, College Hall of Fame, and NFL Hall of Fame. And he can't be taken out yeah. of that. This and is in so, the 80s. Yeah, something, in the something 80s. Like that, right? Yeah, so, and yeah. he started, and then he started what all people do is a commentator on, of course, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, NBC. It's the only thing you, you know. know I mean? So, and yeah. like you're a household name. So, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll trust him. It was him. with like Mike, Mike Ditka and a, co- you know, a oh, couple wow. other guys yeah, yeah. that, Coach? you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the 80s to the 90s, he did 37 appearances in movies and TV. That's a lot. So he was doing some stuff. Yeah, the everybody. agent was working. Yeah, he was doing <laughs> stuff. He was making a lot of money. I bet he Can't was. A lot of money. money. Well, that's what yeah. I think you got to make a lot of money to live in Brentwood. More than, he was than, living in Brentwood, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I think in the 70s, 80s, though, the NFL contracts were not. Oh, yeah, dude, they were there now. Oh, no, God, no. no. I think the highest paid player back in the back <clears throat> then was getting like yeah. $1 million. Yeah. Yeah. And like now, Patrick Mahomes makes that in 80 minutes. That's so true. Okay, so moving out of his football life, right? And now he became just just I'll touch on it and it's not anything I have written down really, but but he he grew up in the ghetto. Yeah. Okay, he grew up in the projects, he grew up in that life and you know, in the black community, yeah, in the with, projects in, of San Francisco. With, with the Persian Knights. So what you notice when you were studying, I guess, his life is that when he became famous, he became more interested in Getting out of that life, fuck yeah, yeah, you know, Why understandably, so no, understandably. Well, well some yeah. people, yeah. some people want to go back and they're like, oh yeah, I still live in the hood, and that's me. And my homies are all rich, but we still live in like the shitholes. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know why. But that. like growing up, so his first wife was was a black woman mm-hmm. that he grew up in the projects. Oh, Marguerite, Marguerite, Marguerite. Marguerite. and yeah. then he married like so, the whitest possible. So in the eighties, he started to now move to Brentwood. You know, his friends. Oh, he's no like, how do I diversify like, myself? I'm out of the ghetto yeah, now. And, yeah, and one of his best friends was, you know, Kardashian, a white lawyer. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. became, he met Nicole, a white blonde woman. And it just, I know that sound, I don't want to say I'm like pick, nitpicking it, but it visually, you can see it. How it's All like, his friends then became white, wealthy people. Yep. And, you know. He like changed his whole, like, he's like, I'm not. I'm like almost like he just didn't don't want even, it. I don't anymore. want to be from there anymore. Yeah, like, he just didn't want my it. My life sucked. Yeah. My dad left me as yeah. drag queen. It's almost like <laughs> what, what does it need to look like so that I'm not looking like I'm from yeah. you know yeah. from this. And I'm not hood. saying I'm not saying yeah. he, I'm not saying he's wrong or or anything. Right? Trust me. I, I'm just telling you what I saw. What visually? Right. You no. Can see. Obviously, it's it's very transparent when it's like that. But yeah. like you know, like if they I get super rich and famous. I will, it, it won't necessarily be the color. It will just be like, yeah, <laughs> I'll hang out with you guys. Everyone else can just fuck yeah. off. Like, I, I, I'll be like, who are you? Well, that's, I that, only shop at Whole Foods. Talk to my assistant. Whole Foods only. Like, yeah, I'll pay the X. I'll pay the premium. Yeah. Don't even tell me how much it is. Just for the, for the, for the air. Yeah. It's right. like, did I ask you for the receipt? Uh-huh. Yeah. Throw that shit away, peasants. I'm not a peasant. I'm not a peasant. So he had a couple kids with Marguerite, right? Mm. He had three children, Arnell, Jason, and Aaron. And a sad part of this in 1979, which was the year he was retiring and he was playing for the Niners, his kid was two at the same house that in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And drowned accidentally in the pool. Uh, really? Yeah. One of those, like, you know, those incidents where Dude, that just, the kid just ran and that and, just and happened to was... one of the yeah. one of the linebackers uh, players, on the box. Yeah, two year old. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah. It's so upsetting. Don't fuck around with that pool stuff, no, man. God, no, God. Mm. Get the gate. Get mm-hmm. the gate and yeah. make sure the gate is actually secure. Yeah, I just had to put up a gate recently because oh, my, yeah. da- my daughter's a year and a half. I saw, I saw you. I saw the gate. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's so annoying, but hey, but you need it. Hey, guys. Hope we're enjoying the show so far. We wanted to take a break and... And just remind you of the different ways that you can support our podcast. The first and foremost is you can subscribe by clicking the follow button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. It's on the show page. It's really easy. You just click it and subscribe. Uh, What this does is it makes it so you get notified every new release that comes out. Another way is by simply following us on social media. This is Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, etc. But one of the best ways that you can support our podcast is to help us grow. And how do you do that? You can share the show with friends and family. Okay, thanks a bunch, everybody. Now, back to the show. For sure. So that's a really sad sad story. Yeah, that's a sad part of that that story. So, But that was in 1979, so we're we're fast-forwarding a little bit. So in 1977, OJ met Nicole. Nicole was a waitress at a nightclub called The Daisy... Uh, he was still married to his first wife. Of course. Classic. But they were, so he knew her for two years. And it's co- questionable. Co- from the club? No, no. So <laughs> per OJ's book that he wrote called If I Did It. It's so bad. If I Did It, he says that they didn't do anything. Ah, oh. come on. Uh, per, per OJ, he's very credible. <laughs> credible source. Didn't OJ also say he didn't do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did do it. So come on. They started dating uh-huh. and then and then, and then he got divorced OJ and Marguerite years later. <laughs> OJ and Marguerite divorced in 79. So they met in 77. Nicole. When they start dating. Und- undetermined. Know. You know? Yeah. Okay, so that's they didn't have sex until marriage. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So OJ retired. Got divorced, and then got five a, years later, married Nicole. But they were together for that uh, time. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously for the five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then Nicole and OJ had two kids named Brooke and Justin. 1985, 1988. Okay. So now we're gonna fast forward. Now I know we have a disclaimer at the beginning of this show every disclaimer that we have right yeah this is not for children's but this right. is this is where we're gonna get a little bit you know we're gonna try to a keep little it rough, light. rough and tumble yeah we're gonna try to keep it light you know what i mean but at the same time it's not light it's not a light no. so, i don't know yeah we're bringing you the facts yeah okay so truth say i put this in here because these are journals that were found after the trial yes of nicole Let's right. be prepared so um these are these are handwritten by Nicole, and I've seen them. It's in her handwriting. She wrote this. Yeah. Okay. All right. OJ was abusive. So that's that's that's, that. that's, that's the start. That's her, her words. That's yeah. her. So okay. she so. describes how her husband allegedly threw her against walls and onto the floor. Nicole says, handwritten, OJ beat me for hours. Oh fuck! Damn. The first time OJ beat her in, was in 1978. Right, so so he was still married at the time. Wait, right? They were dating, but he was still he didn't get divorced till seventy nine. I know, right? Oh my uh, god! Yeah, I, there you go. She says, "Are his credibility?" Yes. <laughs> we says, were not dating. And this is what she says: She says that he battered her while they were having sex. Oh god! And pummeled her for hours, ripping her clothes off and smashing her car with a baseball bat. 
entry details how the how OJ once screamed at her, and he said, I have a gun in my hand. Get the fuck out of here. Damn. Her sister Tanya said of the beatings that perhaps Nicole knew of her death because she kept saying he was going to kill me. In her journals, he said, I think she's, he's going to kill me. She's I probably trying she's to document this, like, you know, yeah. arrest him. Yeah. So the, the diaries were found in a safety deposit box alongside photographs that she took of herself being beaten. This Okay, this is fucking madness. The fact what that like she fuck? literally did all the work for them, yes. and they fucked it up anyway. Uh, <laughs> like, it's enraging. Oh Keep my going. God. So in 2016, a documentary revisited some of the entries, and she says that he just kept hitting me while we fucked. Stop fucking him. Jesus Christ. The newer documentary Strat. reveals how one passage described that he beat her for hours after an anniversary party in 1978. The first time he beat me up after Lewis and Nanny Mary's anniversary party. It started on the street corner of, of NYC Fifth Ave at about nine. He threw me on the floor, hit me, kicked me. We went to the hotel where he continued to beat me for hours and I continued crawling for the door. Ugh, damn. Another entry says... He smashed her Mercedes with a baseball bat after coming home late. And she said she was in the car. I was too afraid to get out of the car. So would I. I would not get out of the car. So at one point, she claims that he beat her while she was pregnant. And how he ripped her clothes off after having lots of drinks. Nicole went to the hospital, but told the hospital that she got into a bike accident. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, this is, this is the, you know, what life like in the 80s, I guess, because that shit happens now. Yeah, they could have, like, looked at her wrong and yeah. be, like, fucking in jail, like, 2023. Yeah. Nic <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> wrote, Nicole wrote in her diary, she says, OJ was drunk. He never let up. Get the fuck out of my house, you fat-ass liar. She's pregnant, bro. I what packed a few things together for you. 1985, she filed for a divorce. Thank citing, God. Citing your, you know, differences. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> citing <laughs> incessant beatings. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So this is a quote from an officer of the LAPD, and he responded to one of the 911 calls mm. of her mm. getting beat. He said, when you have a call come out and the 911 operator puts you out on the call and the operator can hear the woman being beaten in the background, you know it's serious you need to get there. When he arrived, she's wearing nothing but a bra and sweatpants and she was covered in mud and she kept yelling, he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me. She was so wet and cold that you can feel her shivering to her bones. And I said, well, who's going to kill you? And she said, OJ. She said, you guys have been up here eight times now. Jeez. All you do is talk to him, and you never do anything. Fuck the... It's a, Damn, man. Her family should have sued the LAPD. So when, oh, so when we'll they were still it. married, there were several more incidents of domestic <clears throat> abuse where she was hospitalized. According to the New York Times, a New Year's party in 1989, police reported stating that Simpson beat Nicole so severely she needed to go to the hospital. The police report at the hospital said Nicole had a cut lip, a swollen and blackened left eye and cheek, and a handprint on her neck. Holy shit. And I saw the photos, and because they took, you know, it's like yeah. a rape kit. Not yeah. a rape kit, but like a they abuse do the, thing. They got to document the photos, that, yeah. yeah. And she's got a full black eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. swollen, and I mean, unless she was crazy and did it to herself, I don't know. No, I highly doubt she. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. that's not a bike. That's not a bike accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, got a I fell under a fist. Another, <laughs> another <laughs> bike. Yeah, like yeah. come on. So since we're talking about this, so later on we'll talk about how after he was acquitted, 
he had a civil trial where the 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 family sued right. him. Oh, and they won for, that. Yes, yeah. yeah, they sued him, and so you you have to do more. Like it's not a criminal trial, so yeah, he can't go to he can't go to prison, but like you yeah, get money. money, yeah. Exactly. But I do definitely think I mean Jesus Christ, the LAPD had to be some sort of complicit in yeah. this eight times, part of and that was just at that moment. Well, part of, part of it, part of it too, is there was a bit of a starstruck thing. Oh my God, right. it's OJ! It's right. OJ! Right. I love OJ! He played for my Niners, yes. baby! Oh, <laughs> the juice! Yeah. You yeah. know that whole thing. There's got to be that. Oh, 100 percent. Got to be 100 yeah. percent. According to videotapes of Simpson during the civil trial, he initially denied that that altercation on New Year's happened. Right? Of course he did. Yeah. I was just talking about. So when he was shown <laughs> when he was shown the photos of her being beaten or of her pulped yeah. face, he testified that they could have actually been makeup from a movie they were working on together. What oh the fuck? My God. So then he was asked. That's not funny. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I know. it's so stupid. It's so, it, I know. it's so It's so insane. stupid that you got to laugh yes. about it. So they're so, like, what about this handprint on her neck? Yeah. Fucking so, makeup. So then what, he what was about asked, your fingerprint? Yeah. <laughs> so, then, so then he was asked straight. He said, they asked him, have you ever hurt your wife? Ever. And he says, I hurt my wife, yes. And then they asked, well, <laughs> then he said, I never punched her in the face, though. I could have touched her neck, yes. I could have touched, touched her. Touched her neck he testified, with a handprint. He <laughs> testified that he never struck, slapped, hit, kick, or beat Nicole in any way. Uh, he's like, but I need so, her like, so in the face. Is that from the, the civil trial okay. later? Okay, yeah, got it. So, what, what did you hit her with a pillow? Did I know her he's, fucking black he's eye? strangely good at going. I'm responsible for her being beaten, but not. But I didn't. But I didn't, hit her. Uh, yeah, right. I'm responsible for it. He probably hit her with other things, and that way he's. Like, I never physically. I yeah. never touched her. Like he hit her with like a a, a pan. Yeah, and he's like, like the pan hit her. My hand, my hand. <laughs> never touched pan her. hit her. <laughs> you should arrest the pan. Yeah, my hand was on the pan. <laughs> I know. My hands never touched her face. Oh, what a piece enraging, enraging yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's eating the fucking BLT. Another. Yeah. <laughs> drinking a beer in I Orlando. Know, right? So just one more incident that happened, which is Nicole came out after the police came and she ran out of the bushes and she screamed, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. And Simpson had punched and kicked his wife and pulled her hair and screamed, I'll kill you. According to the documents, he had slapped her so hard that that's the, the police officer said that that's where the handprint left on her neck. Oh, he slapped her in the neck. Yeah. Oh, I figured and that was the ninth. I'm a choke. That was the ninth time. The ninth, the ninth Jesus. time. That was the ninth time. So he then was arrested. Thank God. Finally. He was arrested, and he pleaded no contest to a charge of spousal abuse and was sentenced to 120 hours of community service. Cool. So Mother nothing fucker. happens. And two years probation, but I don't slap know. Slap on the wrist. I don't know slap, what probation Slap on the hand. And and I, I guarantee he did not do that community service. Guar right. Guaranteed. I know. Actually, I think I'd have to check on the notes, but I think he did a fundraiser. And he, oh and, and he accumulated God. all the like people's you, hours together yes. into 120 yes. hours. And he like sp spoke about his rushing accolades. <laughs> like, you know? oh, yeah. When I was running, when I was running hella fast. Yeah. I was so good. You yeah. should be like me and just be better than yourself. <laughs> okay. Good so, so in 1992, they filed for divorce, or Nicole did. Yeah. Okay. So here's the strange part in 93, they attempted to reconcile. Stupid move. I don't know why she would do that. According to a friend, Sheila Weller, they were a dramatic, mutually obsessed couple before they were married, after they were married, after they were divorced, and after they tried to reconcile. 
So they're like strangely into it, I guess. That's what they're I know, saying. There's like I these like, two roller coasters. Like yeah. Fucking, I love you. I hate you. Punch <laughs> me. Oh, do me. Oh, like a whole thing. Like a whole thing. <laughs> a whole thing. I love you. Punch me. Do me. <laughs> so fucking outrageous. <laughs> I know. But I just don't understand. And I don't want to be insensitive. But after the fourth time, <clears throat> don't you check out? My, I mean, after the eighth time. Isn't it like no? But I mean, okay, well, we're at nine times. But, but so, how do you get they, to the you know? How do you get to the fourth time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To the first time, shit. I know. But yeah, I the just, first yeah. time it seems like. But it's just yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not fucking expert or anything. But I, I just know. hear it's you know. You just hear about these abuse and then they keep uh, coming back victims, and, and then they can't get away. You feel trapped, or yeah, maybe, or maybe like, you also feel fearful. You can't you know get away, whatever. And they had shit kids. Yeah, that's true. But it's like and money. I know he's got the power because he had the money, but then I think it's, I think once you let it happen the first time, then you start to justify it to yourself. Like, yeah. Oh, he didn't. He doesn't mean right, he loves me. Right. And then it's now you're at eight times, and you're like, "Fuck it, I, I I can't leave now. I've already taken so much. It would be, <laughs> you know, whatever. You just like, can trick yourself yeah. into believing that. I like, love okay. him. He's so passionate. I know. He's, uh, he tells. He always makes <laughs> sorry. up. Sorry, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, don't I don't understand it. I, this is the part about Nicole. I don't understand. I don't get it either. You know, especially what, what, like her family was. I mean, her sister is clearly not. Yeah, on board. Not on board with, at like, all. What the yeah. fuck? I am. Okay, so now we move to June twelfth. June twelfth, nineteen ninety three. This is the night. The night. The night. Right. The night. Okay, so at this point they're separated. Yeah. Wait. Yeah? But they're trying to. They're in the reconciliation period though. Kind of. Yeah. So yeah. we're at June 12th now. This is, uh, the they're divorced. He's dating somebody named Paula. She's like a model. <clears throat> Beautiful. Gorgeous. I'm sure. Yeah, she's a gorgeous woman. She has the kids. They have kind of like joint custody. And they're kind of, per his book, I, <laughs> like I hate zero. quoting... I hate hey, quoting his book. It's it's like it's almost like using uh, Wikipedia as a source yes. for like a yeah. like a college paper, and they're like, "This is not a valid source." <laughs> no, way worse than Wikipedia. <laughs> way worse. <laughs> he <laughs> says, "Yeah, he says that she was trying to get back with him." I don't want. She wanted during me. This I, time. Pff, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah, during she this asked time. me to hit her. Yeah, I don't so know. And he's, "Oh, I was really in love with my girl Paula," and you know, la la. You know. Anyways. But here we are, June twelfth. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if they have that on audio. So book. Nicole like... Brown Simpson and OJ, they go to a dance recital for their daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's six o'clock. They leave separately. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nicole goes to dinner with her family and friends at a place called Mezzaluna, which is a restaurant. Okay. Um, there's somebody who's a waiter there named Ron Goldman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ron Goldman. I don't know if you, if you don't know, he's the other victim. Yes. Yeah, okay. So he was a waiter at this <clears throat> restaurant. Nicole's mom leaves behind her eyeglasses at the restaurant. Okay? So Ron knew Nicole, and they kind of became friends. They would yeah. do, like, workouts and yoga and stuff like that. They swear that there was no thing. I don't know if there was a thing or not. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. don't really matter. I mean, she's, yeah. she's yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's single. It doesn't yeah. matter. She yeah. can she do whatever she, she wants. Yeah, yeah. she can do whatever she wants. The manager of Mezzaluna recounted that Brown's mother telephoned the restaurant at 9.37 p.m. about a pair of lost eyeglasses. The manager found the glasses, put them in a white envelope, which Ron Goldman then took with him as he left the restaurant and at the end of his shift at 9.50 p.m. and said, I'll drop them off at her house on the way home. Damn. Nice guys. 
Finish last again. Yeah. <laughs> God right. damn it. Damn. Honestly, the saddest part of this whole story is actually Ron. Because he was like, he had nothing, he to, he had nothing to do with anything. He got caught anything. in the crossfire. Honestly, honestly yeah. just in the wrong place, the wrong time. And yeah, fuck. Just a really, really sad story about him. So meanwhile, Simpson got takeout food from McDonald's. <laughs> right? Fucking. And there was this guy, I don't know if you remember, but there was this guy named Cato Kalin. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember Cato? Yeah. Cato had long blonde hair. I remember the name. And he yeah. was like a failed actor. Okay. And he was friends with Nicole. Yeah, but he would just so, live there, just yes. be at the house. So there was a cottage. At the house. There was a cottage in the back, and he was staying at the cottage free of charge. Yeah, just chilling. To help with the kids and Nicole. Yeah. Okay. So OJ went to McDonald's with Cato. Hey, brother, let's get some McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. This is before so Uber he, Eats, obviously. Yeah. Oh, wait. So here's now this part is a rumor. Yeah. Rumors were circulating that Simpson had been on drugs the night that night. The New York Post, Cindy Adams, said that the pair had actually gone to a Burger King where a known drug dealer named JR had admitted to selling them meth. Oh God. Damn. Like yeah. why why would you be like something like, like That's he's, per- he's rich now. Like, why are you on the why are you smoking meth? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Going back to but that's, Hood Roots. Yeah, now that's, <laughs> baby. Now, crack. You, Give me some crack. Jesus. <laughs> if you're wondering where that's from, that's from the New York Post, Cindy Adams. Yeah? Cindy. Okay. I believe her over OJ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 100%. So at 10.15, Nicole Simpson's neighbor. So Nicole lives down the street. Oh. She doesn't live with OJ. I know, but I, I didn't yeah. realize it was just well, like. It's not the same place. Yeah. Okay. It's down the street. Okay. Nicole's neighbor hears a dog. Wailing at 1015. Okay. 10:40, two miles from Nicole's home, so two miles away at OJ's home, Cato goes outside to investigate a thumping on the side of the wall. Hmm. He has no idea. He says he, and I quote, he said, it felt like an earthquake. And he's got a guest house, and so there was a path. Mm-hmm. That led behind the guest house to the main house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he, he like, you know what I mean? So he's like, what is this fucking oh, thing? So he goes outside, right? Okay, good. So 10.50 p.m., a neighbor walking their dog near Nicole's condo encounters a big white dog unattended with bloody paws. Mm. Okay? Fucking red flag. Right? Yeah. Literally. So around 10.55, okay, the Akita, that's the type of dog. Oh, they're huge. Yeah. Huge Akita, dog. Yeah. The Akita, the legs were covered in blood, the, followed the man home. He yeah, tried to walk the dog. Fur too. Yeah, he tried to walk the dog back, but the dog resisted. Later. It's like, I don't want to fucking yeah, be there. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm out of there. <laughs> so about 45 minutes later, he decided to take the, the dog back to where he found it, right, and see if what was going on. So around midnight, they reached the area where they found the dog. The dog stopped outside of Nicole's condo, and the couple saw Nicole lying outside the house. The police were then called. Okay, so this is midnight. Yeah, they didn't know anything was going on until they saw the body. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, and so um, I'm going to just run through this because this is this is what the about Kato? You... Kato is at OJ's house. Yeah, but, yeah, but he heard the, the thumping. Or ah. he, that's all we got. That's all we got so far. That's all we got so far. Wait, be patient. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is per the cops. Okay, so this, this is per the cops. The front door to Nicole's condo was open when the bodies were found. There were no signs that anyone had entered the building by breaking in or otherwise. Brown's body was laying face down. She was barefoot and at the bottom of the stairs leading to the door. 
The walkway leading to the stairs was covered in blood, but the soles of her feet were clean. Uh, okay, so she didn't walk through it. Based on this evidence, investigators concluded that she was the first person to be killed, and she was the intended target. She had been stabbed multiple times in the head and the neck, but there were very few defensive wounds on her hands, implying a short struggle and just instant death, yeah. basically. Mm. Yeah? The yeah, final sure. wound inflicted ran deep into her neck, severing her carotid artery. A large bruise in the center of her upper back with a corresponding footprint on her clothing indicated that after killing Ron Goldman, the assailant returned to Brown's body, stood on her back, pulled her head back by her hair, and slit her throat. Jesus fucking Christ. Her larynx could be seen through the wound. That's so overkill. Damn. That sounds like a meth rage to me. Yeah. Her vertebrae, C3, was cut. Jesus. So you her gotta vertebrae. Be, it's like strong shit. as fuck. From yeah. all the way. When the police found her, her head was barely attached to her body. God oh, damn. my God. So we pretty much decapitated her. That's That takes a lot of force. It's not like yeah. it's an easy fucking That's tank. insane, right. isn't it? Ugh. It's insane. So Ron, his body was nearby, and it was close to a tree and the fence. He had been stabbed 33 times. It's so many times. It's such an unnecessary amount of times. There were also, there were a few wounds on his hand, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he struggled a little bit, but not a lot. Forensic evidence from the L.A. County coroner alleged that the assailant stabbed Goldwyn with one hand while holding him in a chokehold. Oh, so he's got him. It's like stab, 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 stab. Yeah. Prison style. Near Ron's body was a blue knit cap and a left-hand extra-large isotoner light leather glove. And the envelope, the white envelope, had the glasses in them. Mm. That was right next to the body. Detectives determined that Ron came to Nicole's house in the middle of the killing. Oh, oh shit. He's like, shit. hey, got your glasses. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Oh. And that the killer killed him simply Just as a, a witness. Yeah, and like, like, who the fuck are you? And killed him because of that. Yeah. There was a trail of bloody shoe prints that ran through the back gate. So there was a back way. Yeah. Right? There's a back gate Little path. that led through a path to go through a tennis court of OJ's to his house. Okay, so he literally, it's like, he just waltzed all over. (laughs) So there was a trail of bloody shoe prints that ran through the back gate. Like, literally ran into OJ's bedroom. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? To the left of some of the prints were drops of blood that were not Ron and Nicole's. To to the left? Did they not run the DNA? Oh, my God. Oh, We'll get there, yeah, we'll get there. So... Investigators concluded that it was from it was blood dripping from the left hand or the left side, yeah. right? And they measured the distance between the blood and the shoe prints, and it looked like he was he the assailant was walking, meaning the strides mm. were yeah, in yeah. certain, yeah. you know. So it was just okay. You can, you can he was like just walking cal- away, calmly getting yeah. away, yeah. calmly yeah. getting he was, away. He was actually skipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so eleven p.m. Simpson comes out of his house, so we don't know the gap. Oh, the time. Like, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know what happened from here. Yeah. Right? But here's what we do know. At 11.01 p.m., OJ comes out of his house to meet his limo driver to take him to Chicago for some business thing. The limo driver said he had been waiting since 10.25, so he'd been waiting 45 minutes. Sam. Mm. At 11.15, Simpson leaves in the limo for LA International. 
At 11.45, his plane departs on his way to Chicago. This is perfect timing, you know? It's like, it's a get out of Dodge. At 4 a.m., OJ checks into the O'Hare Plaza Hotel in Chicago. Okay, 4.30 a.m. Police go to OJ's home because they find the body of his ex-wife, and they go, oh. Hey. And so a guy named Mark Furman goes, oh, I know OJ. I've been to his house on domestic calls. I've seen him around. I know where he lives. I'm going to go notify the next of kin. So they go mm. to OJ's house. Okay, please go to OJ's home. Intending to inform him of the death, hmm. they discover a trail of blood from his white Bronco to the front door. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? They also find, down the side of the house, they find another bloody glove matching one that was next to Ron. Yeah. I mean, I mean this is, it's a slam like, dunk case right seriously. here. Seriously. Like, what the fuck? Okay. That is a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like they find OJ standing over her body. Yeah. Okay, so at 6.30 in the morning, he's in Chicago, and he gets a phone call from one of the detectives, and they say, Nicole's dead. She's been killed. And he doesn't... Just zero uh, reaction. Uh, yeah. He said that, oh, she's been killed. Wait, what? Killed? And something that they brought up later in the trial was that he didn't say how she died. He just said, okay, I'm going to come back from Chicago. Mm. Meaning, if you got notified that your wife... I'd be like, how the yeah, fuck she killed? get killed? What, what happened? Yeah, like, what yeah, the fuck exactly. happened? So he just said, she's, she got killed? Okay, I'm coming home. He's like, I got to call my lawyer. We'll be... I'll yeah. Be <laughs> yeah. Fucker. So at 10.45 a.m., the police obtain a search warrant for O.J.'s property where they found more blood in his Bronco and in and around the mansion. At noon, O.J. arrived back in L.A. and back at his house. He was handcuffed briefly, and then he was questioned for three and a half hours by the police without an attorney. Now, this is where they started fucking up, the cops. Yeah. They like they jumped didn't, the gun. <laughs> yeah, they didn't press him and a lot of and he had a cut on his hand. And they were, where'd you get that cut? And he was, I don't know, Chicago here, or there. I don't know. You know? And it was just vague answers. And he just didn't really answer anything. But they know? probably weren't but how but when did it happen? Fucking yeah, tell they us didn't, now, yeah, right? They weren't right. a good it wasn't a good interrogation. They were probably basically. like, Can we get an autograph? Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Simpson. Honestly, yeah. Okay, so at that point, Shapiro, Robert Shapiro then became his lawyer. Mm -hmm. June 16th, which is like two days later, he went to Nicole's funeral. And there's video of him attending the funeral and that sort of thing. And very awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. super awkward. You know what I mean? The next day, which is June 17th, he was charged with two counts of murder. And the prosecutor said they would think about seeking the death penalty. Yeah. So he was supposed to surrender to the police. Shapiro then told the police, the DA, don't worry, we're going to bring him in at 11 a.m. So <laughs> for some reason, the police were like, okay, okay cool. this guy who's arrested for murder, stabbing, like seven, stabbing, he, could come in, stab he could come in at his own leisure. <laughs> You're like, nine's too early for us. Yeah. Like, I think it's like 1130. 11, yeah. <laughs> so he did not show up. Nope. He did not show up. And he was, quote unquote, in hiding at Kardashian's home. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he failed to surrender as promised, and he was then declared a fugitive. 
He then snuck out of the back of the home and he jumped into the white Bronco with AC. Yeah. And that's where we're going to end this, this episode. Everybody knows the Bronco <laughs> chase. So he got into the Bronco and he disappeared. That's right. Whew. So that's leading up to part know, two. Yeah, part obviously two. part two is going to be about the trial and the, the Bronco chase and that sort of thing. So uh, there we go. What do you guys think so far? I mean, I'm probably not good to ask me what I think. <laughs> like, I ruined the ruined the moment so far about the same thing when we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. It's I know. also it's like I watch every night before bed. And I watch my wife watch like either Forensic Files or like CSI. Yeah. yeah, and it's just I know obviously it's like a show. I mean, I could. There's enough evidence for me to like find I, I like convict, con- convict him. him. It's like, crazy. Yeah. I have no legal training, and I'd be like, mm, easy peasy. Yeah. That's <laughs> there's a lot of evidence against him. A lot, like a crazy a amount. It's crazy how they fuck this up, but yeah, that's what we're gonna get into in our next that's episode. Right. It is a conspiracy. It may just think we're talking about crime. This is a fuck conspiracy. Right yeah. So we'll get into. I mean, there's the argument of the police planting it. There, yeah, there is there's, uh, the Mark Furman, the racist police officer. There's uh, there's all sorts of stuff. So so tune in. Obviously, we want to hear your thoughts on what you think. You know, also you know what any any other information that, that we might have like skipped over. Something yeah. you, like yeah. we should add in. We can make yeah. a little addendum. We love doing that. Yeah, you know? yep, yep. We That's listen right. to you. <laughs> we always put up a poll also on Spotify. So if you guys yep. have want to jump over there and give us your thoughts. And please note to all of our friends and fans out there, when we post stuff, it's it's just we're just talking about it. We're not like taking sides. You don't have to crucify us for, for like <laughs> for posting videos. Like flat earth yeah, things. we got a lot of flack for the flat earth thing. It was like we're just saying we just an experiment the that the man yeah, did. I know. Exactly. <laughs> but no, we love it. Yeah. And also, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that we're trying to make light of, of, of it. We're trying to keep it light, but at the same time, we understand that that this what happened to Nicole and Ron is, is horrible. It's, it's terrifying. And, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's absolutely terrifying. It's horrible. And then but, there's you know real facts that we got to go yeah, over. And, that's right. And but, it's it's and trust me, like it's it's a lot better to to try and 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 and. It, Laugh, but not laughing at the situation. We're just laughing because trying to keep it light. Because like, otherwise, I would just be somber. Yeah, and I would just be sitting here like yeah. staring, and like I'd just be angry. Yeah, and I would just yeah. want to go home. Yeah, that's right. So we'll catch you guys next time. Yes, come back. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Nighty night. Nighty night. <laughs>